blah 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 all this and more on my mac.com podcast number 52 the next generation of radio it's the mymac.com podcast from the MyMac.com studios, it's your hosts, Tim Robertson and Chad Perry. Well, I was going to do another uh, five questions for Chad this week. I had four out of the five questions ready, but Chad's in a little bit of pain this week, thanks to, uh, well, what, a tooth? Yeah, basically I have a infected nerve in one of my teeth. Ouch. Those, yeah. are, those are always fun. So Chad's on the water diet today, drinking a lot of fluids and uh, yeah, trying to make it feel a little better so you can... Well, yeah, I went to the dentist because, you know, I needed... Well, you know, hurt to diagnose it. Yeah, obviously. Yeah. And, <laughs> you know, ultimately I knew what I needed. I needed to score myself some antibiotics. So <laughs> Good drugs. That's right. I need drugs. So I got my prescription for moxicillin and I've been taking it now, well, I just took one dose so far, and it is helping already. So, Well, that's good. I hope you feel better soon. Yeah, I will. I'm uh, sure I'll recover. This is a, kind of an odd show, only for the fact that we're really not going to go into too much news today. And uh, it's just a, it's really a dead time. We've talked about that before. Yep. Usually October, uh, September, October is usually pretty dead for Apple news. But, of course, mm-hmm. September and August were really busy for Apple. A lot of new product announcements. Well, only even October where we had the video iPod out. And, yeah, it's you know. it makes me wonder what Apple is going to do for MacWorld Expo in January. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's not very far away. So, uh, one of the things a lot of people have been sending me um, email on is, are we going to the Podcast Expo in California? Mm-hmm. And the answer is no. We're not going. Yes, uh, um, that is correct. <laughs> yeah. I was gonna say, what do you mean? Yes, I just said no. We're not. Um, I honestly, there, I don't see a really big, compelling reason to go. Mm-hmm. We're not in the market for any new gear. No. Um, sure, it'd be nice to meet some of the podcasters out there, but yeah, I, you know, it's just it's not that big a deal to me, and uh, I'd rather go to MacWorld to be honest. And oh, I'm still not sure if we're going to that at all. Right. Um, we will have you know people from mymac.com mm-hmm. at least four people there just don't know if chad and i are going to be there or not yeah of course if there's a rich generous listener out there who are who is going to go and wants to pay for chad and i to go and be our co-host for the week yeah <laughs> well maybe not we don't know you, know, you gotta have at least a decent sounding yeah. boy no you know what i don't care what you sound like if you want to pay for chad and i to fly to san francisco and put us in a hotel room we'll put you on the podcast every time there you go uh, I'm going to have a drink So here. buy yourself your own podcast, well, for a week anyway. Yeah. <laughs> Rent the podcast. Rent a podcast. <laughs> oh, there's a good business plan. How about that? Rent mm-hmm. a podcast. This, there's like businesses out there that want to have a podcast on their website. Hey, if the Russians can keep their space program alive by selling tickets to millionaires. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you can at least rent a podcast. Yeah. Uh, this week, Chad and I are just going to probably rant and rave about this and that, and we're going to look at some uh, funny statistics. Well, not necessarily funny. Some of them are interesting. Mm-hmm. Statistics from MyMac.com, including what some of the search terms people use when they find our site. And these are terms that they, they put into like Google or Yahoo or whatever. 
And uh, we were one of the results from that search, and they actually clicked our link to come to our site. So our site then records what you know what the search term they were looking for. Yep. Um, I thought it would also be interesting to find out where some of the people that are listening to the podcast are coming from. Um, mm-hmm. And and I'm not talking about the U.S. or Canada or U.K. or Australia. We know we have a lot of listeners in in those four places. Right. I'm looking at the the places out there that you wouldn't expect to hear, mm-hmm. or li- well, you wouldn't expect to find out that are listening to our podcast. Right. Uh, but there's a lot of other stuff going in the news. One of the things that uh, I, I did want to talk about was this. I had, did you read about the Sony root kill? Yeah. Fiasco. The, yeah. The. Uh yeah, the little root file they had in there, whatever it was. Yeah, it, it's called yeah. a it's a, called a Sony root kill, is what mm. people are now uh, calling it. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I pulled this story. There's so many. Um, this one is uh, the copy protection software. Oh, wait a minute. Am I on the right one? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, the copy protect. No, let me back up. This is if you buy certain Sony CDs, Sony BMG mm-hmm. CDs, and you put it in your computer. Windows only. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Windows only, of course. Duh. Yeah. Um, and, and it comes up and it pops up immediately. Uh, this this uh, CD has its own music mm-hmm. player. Please click this to agree to install the yeah. software. And people were installing it. Finding out shortly thereafter, a lot of people were having blue screens of death on startup issues. And mm-hmm. their system resources were being drained a little bit. Um, mm-hmm. And so uh, somebody basically got their... Well, it's it's not a good PR for them, let's t- put it that way. Yeah, the copy protection software would automatically install when a computer inserted a music CD with the XCP or XCP digital rights management technology in their computers. The software is designed to limit the number of copies that a user can make of the CD and restrict ripping of the disc. The rootkit served to hide the digital rights management technology from users as well as the system itself, including antivirus software. In other words, um, because it's a rootkit, it literally modifies the kernel in their computer. Mm-hmm. Not even antivirus, not even Windows could, would know that this software is installed on this computer. Mm-hmm. Uh, <clears throat> excuse me. Now, Sony uses the rootkit to prevent the user from removing the copyright protection technology and violating Sony's copyright. But worm authors could exploit this feature to hide malicious applications. Yeah. Um, or uh, even to hide your own applications if yeah, you don't it, want to be malicious. Well, here's the thing is, if you named any application or file with this uh, dollar, dollar sign, sign, SYS, SYS dollar sign, mm-hmm. it would completely hide this piece of software or whatever it is even from the system itself. It's not just that the user couldn't see it, that it's an invisible file or mm-hmm. something. I mean, the Mac OS has invisible files that the user really right. doesn't see. Um, but this would actually hide it from Windows. It would hide it from virus protection software. So mm-hmm. somebody could write a virus and simply name it this, and boom, it's gone. You yeah. can't even see it. Uh, and, it's, and that really comes down to the fact that the software was so poorly written. I mean, mm-hmm. it's, it's just a piece of garbage software. The patch will remove the cloaking capacity of the software to enable users to remove the tool. Oh, okay, yeah. Um, let me jump ahead here. Um, go ahead. Sony, yeah, Sony basically has is, 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 uh, released a patch for this software um, once yeah, but, it was discovered. Yeah, uh, let's see. Uh, but this will render their systems incapable of playing a CD. In other words, if you use the software that Sony provides to get this off your computer, mm-hmm. your CD player doesn't work anymore. I mean, it's just amazing. 
um, the person who found this out technically broke the law. He broke the the digital rights management, management law, law yeah. to to find out and and disable the software. This is I I can't stress this enough. This is bad, bad, bad. Mm-hmm. I think Sony honestly is dead center of more than one lawsuits that are going to pop up because of this. Mm-hmm. I think you're going to see massive class action lawsuits against Sony. This is the kind of stuff that can be easily exploited by a retard. Yeah. As far as a program, somebody that doesn't know anything about programmers could could take an older virus, mm-hmm. add this extension onto the front, rename it and email it and boom, that person's infected. They wouldn't even see the application. Yeah. Um you know, Sony I understand about you got to protect your um, digital, your, yeah, your right. digital. Here's the other thing: this software is actually calling home. So, in other words, every time you played a song on that CD, mm-hmm. the software was letting Sony know that hey, this person's playing this music. I, you know, this is just an abuse on every single level. Mm-hmm. What gets me? Um, Thomas Hess, president of Sony's global digital business, literally said. Most people, I think, don't even know what a rootkit is, so why should they care about it? That is, to me, the height of arrogance. Mm-hmm. Uh, people don't even know what it is. Why should they even care about it? Mm-hmm. Well, you know what? Uh, two months ago, no one knew what freaking bird flu is. Yeah. Well, why should you worry about it, then, if you didn't really know what that was? You know, it, See, it, and that, 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 to me, is just like it's like putting a bug in someone's house, and when they discover it, saying, well, why should you care? It's been there for weeks. Yeah, it's been there for you know, four months. What yeah, do you we've care? we've been listening to your whole life for the last three weeks, so yeah. well, why do you so, care? What do you, you know? care? Yeah. yeah. I, you know, this is... Sony should definitely be slapped down. Mm-hmm. Uh, they should be sued. I think this should cost them millions and millions of dollars, because people go, oh, I just it's lawsuit happy. Well, you know what? A company like Sony, the only thing they understand is money. Mm-hmm. It's the only thing. If they got hit by uh, an anti, well, I don't know what what you'd hit them with. Anti what? I mean, they're literally causing other machines no. to lose functionality to protect their music. So I, mm-hmm. you know, and I don't buy CDs anymore. But I'm encouraging anybody listening to this: if you still buy CDs, mm-hmm. do not buy anything from Sony. Now that's unfair to their artists obviously right. i mean the, the artists that are under sony bmg uh, mm-hmm. they didn't do anything wrong and right. they didn't know anything about this but you know what that's too bad sorry yeah i mean you got to go down with the sinking ship that's your problem but do not buy any products from sony period well maybe we can get a new law drafted for digital negligence or something <laughs> well you know i i think that that could probably be um easily arranged if the if the, if the mainstream media picks up the story and there's as much outrage there as there is in the the tech community right yeah. now, this is just this is uh, horrible. This is beyond reproach to to install a rootkit that's this par- badly written, written. Yeah. that would allow almost anybody to to sabotage a computer in the rights of digital management. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It, this is just. Wow, I'm just... Sony has put millions of people's computer at risk. You know, for... Sure. It's just... Man, I don't know. It, I'm just... I'm really... I, I'm so upset about it. I, I, I almost can't think clearly when I... You know, I'm like... oh. But, of course, we're Mac users. And it yeah. doesn't affect us at all. Right. 
Um, but that's really not the point. Uh, this is computer users, and this is a company that is, you know, they're the, Apple's really uh, biggest competitor yeah. in a lot of arenas. Mm-hmm. Uh, Sony is probably Apple's only true competitor left when it comes to the MP3 digital music player market. Mm-hmm. Uh, creative is not doing well at all. Yeah. Um, and a lot of the littler guys are are already gone. Everybody's mm-hmm. buying iPods. Sony is the only one with enough clout and enough marketability to compete head-on with Apple mm-hmm. on the MP3 front. And, uh, you know, if, if that's the kind of competitor Apple's going to have, Apple's going to clean their clock, too. Yeah. Um, but, you know, I w- this got me thinking, though. If, for instance... I, I, I come over here with my iPod, mm-hmm. as I do every time I come over, and I want to play my music on your computer. If I'm the one that purchased that iTunes Music Store song, I can't play it on your computer. No. It, it, it's tied to my machine. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it's how does it know that? If I'm not connected to the Internet and I try to play that, how does the song know? Is it t- is is that DRM tied to the song, or is it tied to the iTunes Music Store in such a way that then Apple knows every time I play that song? Mm. I don't think so, but no. it just kind of got me wondering about stuff like that. I was like, you know, I don't know enough about it to 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 know if I should be worried or not. Yeah, I'd be curious to get a hold of someone. I wonder if Apple if if Apple went out of business, heaven forbid. Mm-hmm. And I don't think that's going to happen anytime soon. No. Um, but if Apple went out of business, what happens to all the music that I bought from Apple? Do they give everybody a blanket license to use it to distribute however you want? I mean, just boom, there you go. It's it's free and clear now. I I don't think they do that because I thought the DR the whole DRM thing was an agreement with the music companies themselves to put some sort of control over the amount of copying that can be done. Yeah, but the music companies don't. Um, it's Apple's fair play technology that's being mm-hmm. used for the DRM. So if Apple was closing down, what happens to my music? Am I Do I still have access to the music that I purchased fairly? I mean, there's no time limit that says this is your song forever. Well, unless we go out of business, then you're just screwed. You don't get to listen mm-hmm. to your music anymore. Kind of interesting. And I'm sure that some of our listeners out there would have an answer to that. And if you do, send us some feedback at... Uh, mymacpodcast at gmail.com and let us know. Yep. I'm really interested in hearing what other people think about that. It's just something that kind of creeped into my thought as the whole root kill thing was um, going around over the internet. Yep. Uh, if you want to learn more about the root kits and uh, what's going on with Sony, I would suggest listening to the latest This Week in Tech. They had a really good yeah. segment on yep. there. Uh, and also Leo Laporte's um, Security Now podcast. I mm-hmm. think it was podcast Security Now number 5. Mm-hmm. And uh, they had a whole thing about this, and they go into all kinds of detail how the program works, why it's such a piece of crap software, mm-hmm. um, what could happen, why people's CDs are are breaking. They can't use their CDs anymore because this it actually it makes itself. I don't know. Just go listen to security <laughs> now. Though it's Windows, and I don't really want to learn is more than uh, more about Windows than I already know. Yeah. Let's be honest. Um, here's some Mac news. Um, Lug, Lug's footwear has sent Apple a legal cease and desist letter ordering it to pull the new M&M iPod ad because of disturbing similarities between the 2002 Lug spot called Arrow, according to Adweek. 
Do I don't even remember the lug spot? Uh, you know, I kind of do. I don't. I kind of. It was the boot, and it was like hitting, and colors would splash, and it was yeah. all in the same kind of iPod-ish yeah. look commercials. I do kind of remember it, and and the only reason I do uh, because it was kind of unique at the time. I thought, no, right. that's kind of different. Mm-hmm. But you know, I'm going to come down on the side of lugs here, mm-hmm. and not because of the reason that everyone thinks. Okay, what's your reason then? I hate that Eminem song now. <laughs> I hate it. I liked it maybe two years ago. It was kind of catchy, and I liked mm-hmm. it for maybe, I don't know, three weeks. And then it was like, ugh, I don't hear that no more. Yeah. This is, a, this is if, if you're going to use a classic song, that's one thing. You know, mm-hmm. if you're going to go back to the 80s, maybe the early 90s, or the 70s, or the 60s, and use music like that, okay, that's cool. It's got a nostalgic value. Mm-hmm. This is a song that's, you know, about two years old. And it's just one of those songs that it's like, Egh. yeah, you know. And I know Apple was trying to use the, that song when it was new mm-hmm. in their iPod commercials, and Eminem didn't let him. Good for him. Mm-hmm. He didn't want to overexpose the song, and it, I don't think that helped because that song was so overplayed; it was mm-hmm. disgusting. But here we are, a couple years later, and Apple. You know, I saw the 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 uh, when Steve Jobs came out and introduced the iPod Nano, and they showed the new commercials and. And they show that commercial, and he's like, oh, I want to see that again. And the whole audience is going, yay! Yeah. I'm like, oh, this is such a crappy song. But who cares <laughs> about Eminem anyways? Mm-hmm. I mean, why... Did he help them sell iPods up to this point? No. No. In fact, he was just the opposite. He wouldn't let them use their... Okay, so he didn't help sell iPods. Do you think having that song associated with iPods at this point is going to really drive more sales? No. Uh. It's a crappy song. It's just a crappy song. <laughs> it was good in its day. Its day is about a year and a half past due now. Mm-hmm. Let's get this commercial off. No one likes Eminem anymore. Nobody really likes the song anymore. Even my uh, 10-year-old went, oh, that's an old song. And, of course, two years to a 10-year-old is, you know. Yeah. She was like, oh, that's an old song. And I thought, it is. This is stupid. This is not a good commercial. This is crap. Yeah. So I'm with Lugs. Apple pull the ad, not because, you know, Lugs is like having a hissy fit or something, but because, dude, that song is played out. Don't play that anymore. No it sucks. <laughs> so uh, any updates on 1043? Oh, yeah. Um, I still haven't updated because of your advice last week. So. Yeah, and I would suggest not to, especially okay. because we use your G5 to record the podcast on, and it's, for the most part, pretty quiet, unlike yeah. your G4 that we used to use, which was a little loud at mm-hmm. times. Um, my PowerBook G5, the fan is running almost all the time now for no apparent reason. Mm. I'll be sitting there browsing internet website, not doing anything, and I was going, I'm like, what the hell? <laughs> the fan just kicked off for no reason. It's not, the, the temperature didn't change. And I even brought up my CPU monitoring software to see what was going on with the, C, uh, the CPU. Mm-hmm. Nothing. Nothing, when it would that fan would kick on for no reason, there was nothing going on with the CPU. Hmm. It's just it's a buggy piece of software, and this yeah. is becoming more and more of a problem. Apple releases these updates, and it's causing these buggy problems. Mm-hmm. And uh, I don't know. I, I think Apple really needs to do something with the quality control when it comes to these software updates. And I tell you, I'm going to stop updating. I really am. You are, huh? Yeah, I'm going to wait for like two weeks after every new update comes out. Just to you know, keep track on you know what kind of uh, bug fixes are out. What kind of bugs are out there for? Yeah, and if it's and it's going to be something that's going to affect me or not. Yeah. Because honestly, 
it's really really annoying for those fans to kick on for absolutely no reason mm-hmm. and uh it, it it ticks me off it really does and, and if i was doing podcasts from my house instead of coming over here and do them here mm-hmm. if i was in the middle of recording a podcast and that fan kicked on like that i would be ticked I would really be ticked off. Of course, when I'm at my house, I usually, if I do a podcast from there, I usually record it on the PowerBook. Yeah. But still, I mean, it's there's no excuse to have uh, an quote-unquote update cause that kind of a problem. And this isn't the first time. Mm-hmm. Uh, this has been a problem that Apple's had with their updates that have caused the fans to go nutty before. So I think they really need to address the problem, and they need to address it quick, because mm-hmm. I'm getting really, really tired of it. Okay, software is installed. I backed up the data. I think I have these cables plugged in right, but it still won't work. If you spend more time managing your computer than you do running your business, maybe it's time to switch. Whether you're designing buildings or running a daycare, Apple Business Solutions from Small Dog Electronics can help you better manage, market, and mobilize your business. And they're more compatible than you might think. Check out the PowerBook Business to Go bundle for just $18.49, including wireless networking and MS Office in Waitsfield and on the web at smalldog.com. Small Dog is small business. And now, Not Mac News with Chris Siebel. Rumors are swirling that Apple will have Intel-based Macs ready for release in early 2006. As always, Not Mac News has the scoop. According to our source, codenamed Turtleneck, Intel-powered laptops will, in fact, be introduced during the upcoming Macworld. Surprisingly, the laptops were originally scheduled for an October 2005 debut, but problems pushed the date to January. The issue was one of adhesives. Apparently, the Dell logo is much, much harder to remove than originally thought. In other news, NBC and CBS have jumped on the 99-cent download bandwagon. In contrast to the downloads offered by ABC, the shows offered by the competing networks won't be transferable to your iPod. Insiders say the new on-demand service will have a tough time competing against TiVo and an exciting new technology known as the programmable VCR. That's not Mac News, only on the MyMac.com podcast. I'm soon to be horribly outclassed by Guy Soto. You're listening to the Dashboard Minute, exclusively on the MyMac.com Everyone, I'm Guy Searle, and welcome again to the Dashboard Minute for the MyMac.com podcast number 52. Someone once said that those who can do, those who wish they could teach, and those completely helpless whine about those who can or teach. MyMac.com's very own feature writer, Donnie Yankelo, who's a can-do guy, has created a dashboard widget for the MyMac.com site that keeps regular readers updated on what's new without having to go to the site themselves. It's called, drumroll please, the MyMac.com widget. It's great for checking for new content without actually having to go to the site. 
If you see articles you haven't seen before, click on the subject line and the widget will take you out of dashboard and directly into the web browser of your choice. Donnie's done a fine job at this, so show your support by going to the MyMac.com site and getting it off the feature page. Internet connectivity is obviously required to use this widget, although a broadband connection is probably not necessary to just use the widget itself. Nice job, Donnie! My second widget for this week is completely and utterly useless unless you are a mad evil genius attempting to take over the world, or an over-the-edge scientist with dreams of making them all pay for ignoring your promising work. How about a demented wizard? Or a frustrated writer whose first novel was dismissed as tripe? <laughs> uh, uh, never mind that. This widget is called Overlord, and just about every cliché ever seen in comic books or movies is covered here. Think of it as a handy guide for not making the same stupid mistakes as your predecessors. Here's a handy tip. All giant ser serpents serving as guardians in underground lakes shall be fitted with sports goggles to prevent injuries. How about Rule 223? I shall place a fire extinguisher in all rooms. Three, if the room contains vital equipment or volatile chemicals. Words to live by. Overlord was created by Thomas Cherry and can be found at Apple's dashboard download site. Get it for the comic book villain in you. That's all for now. If you have any questions or comments about the Dashboard Minute, or maybe there's a widget you like that I haven't covered yet, if so, please send me email to dbminute at gmail.com. Thanks for listening, and be here again next week, right here on the Dashboard Minute on the MyMac.com podcast. And uh, thanks a lot, Guy and Chris. Yep. Uh, let's go ahead and jump into what's going on new at MyMac.com. And, of course, at the top of um, my list of things to talk about, and Guy just talked about it, was the MyMac widget from uh, Donnie. And, it, you know, here's the thing, and, and I wrote an article about it. And uh, I, I'll just go ahead and read that. It says, uh, <clears throat> uh, we have a feature on every MyMac podcast called the Dashboard Minute by Guy Searle. Because of that, you would think that our own site would feature a dashboard widget to show you the content of our site. No? As it turns out, no. So I sent the following email uh, to, the to the staff. Anyone know how to make a widget? Would love to be able to offer one at MyMac.com. I have no idea and not enough time to learn. But I thought maybe one of you might know and would like to take a crack at it. So I, I sent that out on a Saturday night mm -hmm. without much hope that anyone would create one. Why? Because creating a widget, I know, is no simple task. And no one has a ton of time, uh, has a ton of free time to learn, in today's world anyways. Yeah. Uh, so I was both surprised and impressed when Donnie Yankelow wrote back less than two hours later the following. That's really weird. I was just thinking this afternoon that my Mac needs a widget. Uh, I did read an article that a Apple has a widget maker in the works or possibly coming out soon. I just downloaded a shareware program called WCODE. I don't know if, you know, it... It's spelled W C O D E, so yeah. I don't know if that's W code looks like that's how you pronounce it anyways. Mm -hmm. Um I can figure out the basics of it, but not enough to get it working right. I'll keep playing tomorrow and see what happens. Donnie, it turns out, is smarter than he thinks he is. Not just not even twelve hours after sending that email, do I receive a widget from him? Complete and ready to go. That's right, in less than twelve hours. <laughs> twelve hours. Donnie learns a new program and delivers his first working product. Simply amazing. Yeah. Uh, so you can download it at the MyMac.com website. Uh, we'll put a link higher up on the page, a, a permanent one eventually. Uh, 
Uh, this is a virgin, virgin, <laughs> virgin one widget. In other words, you know, it, it's a virgin widget. It's a virgin widget. Say, that's yeah. right. It really is. Uh, but you know, for somebody, I gotta imagine Donnie slept sometime that night. Oh yeah. But within twelve hours of him sleeping at one point and uh, working on this, he actually created a widget, mm-hmm. and it's awesome. He even created. Um, a little logo, so you know when you go to your dashboard uh, console, you'll see it. And uh, he created a neat little, little widget for it, and it, or a graphic for the widget. It's just, it, it's really really cool. And uh, thanks a lot, Donnie. You are the man. Even though that's a tired cliche that I can't stand. You're the man. You're yeah, the man. Still, that's fantastic. Donnie's that the man. <laughs> turned around that quickly. Yeah, uh, but of course it is the uh, Donnie Yankelo week. Mm. Uh, he also has a Maxpiration customizing your dock, yep. and he'll show you how to make the dock work for you. And he's also posted one, the iPod Adapter Conundrum, which is basically a little rant of his yep, own. Yeah, it's a little rant, and when I read it, I thought, mm, I kind of agree with that. David Weeks has a uh, Take Control of Your Wi-Fi Security ebook review, and that's, of course, from Tidbits Publishing. Mm-hmm. And we've got some newer blogs, including one that uh, from John Nemirovsky, Posted that says two tiger titles you probably haven't seen yet, and uh, so check that out. I he must have posted that before or after I left the house and came mm-hmm. over here because I have no idea what it is yet. And the letters from China by an astute observer is really great. really great. Yeah, I mean, it's really fun to read and it really gives you a, a different perspective on on another culture. Yep. So. Uh, of course, a lot, I still get email asking people why do we have something called features and why do we have something called blogs. Well, the blogs are posted by the writers, mm-hmm. and it can be on any topic they want, and it's not under editorial control. In right. other words, you know, they write something, and they post it on the website, and they don't have to go through editorial, which is Russ Walkowitz or myself, mm-hmm. uh, and occasionally Adam. Um, but, you know, it just it, they're, it's just out there. It's posted, just like any other blog. If it's on the feature side, it's actually posted by me, mm-hmm. edited, uh, graphics, I add the graphics, I do all the HTML work. Everything on the feature side is what I post. Mm-hmm. Um, it, Of course, it doesn't say my name on it, but I'm the editorial control that it goes through. Right. And it also goes through, a lot of it goes through Russ Walkowicz before it even comes to me, because I know mm-hmm. Russ is such a great editor that, he, you know, he'll clean it up, send it on to me, and then I'll change it. By the way, you know you have to change that clock. It still says it's... Yeah, I know. I haven't turned it back yet. <laughs> so that's new at the MyMac.com site. And, of course, you'll see Podcast 52 posted up there. And we'll have show notes from everything we talk about, which, honestly, isn't all that much today as yeah. far as links. But um, I do want to... Uh, yeah, let's go ahead and jump right into our... Fun- well, you know what? I, I want to play a promo from what I consider, other than this week in tech um i mean that's that's probably my favorite show as mm-hmm. far as it's long i can get into it yeah sometimes audio is horrible on that show i'll have someone turned way down and someone mm-hmm. way too close to the mic talking way too yeah. loud i'm constantly adjusting the volume on my radio when i'm listening mm-hmm. to this week in tech because they just haven't got their well they don't have it all together i mean it's yeah. it's it's poorly put together as far as production but the content itself is just fantastic. Right. Um, besides that show, so which one do I like the most? And it's one that I've played, I, I've promoted a couple times on the show. Mm-hmm. Um, 
his name's Marv, and, and the podcast is called The Mr. Mi- nice, nice Guy, guy Show. Po- yep. I absolutely love it. Each one's about five minutes. Uh, he just kind of takes whatever's going on in the news that day, and he mm-hmm. does post pretty much every day. Yeah, he does news and entertainment. So. And, and it's he's got such it's a wit. Commentary. Oh, and, yeah, and sharp. I, I so wish he was a Mac user. He's not. He's a PC guy. But he's not like a tech PC guy. I mean, mm-hmm. that just happens to be the computer he has. Yeah. I don't really think he cares which computer he has. <laughs> it gets the job done. That's all yeah. he cares about. And that's not what he's about anyways. But I so wish he was a Mac guy and into the whole Mac scene. Because I I would quit being a podcaster myself if he wanted to do this show. Mm-hmm. I'd quit because he's so good. I just love yeah. his voice. I love his content. I love his humor. And uh, I hope that anybody listening to this will give it a try. Go up to the iTunes Music Store and do a search for Mr. Nice Guy. And you mm-hmm. will find that podcast. Subscribe to it. You're going to really dig it. Uh, I do know that not enough people are subscribing to his show, mm. um, and and that's a shame because I would hate to see him stop doing it because not enough people are listening. Yeah. So if you're listening to this, go download and listen to the Mr. Nice Guy show. And so let's play a promo from him, and uh, he'll give you all the details. Well, hello to you, wise podcast listener. Did you know that each edition of the Mr. Nice Guy show with me, Marv, runs just about five or six minutes long? You might be saying, well, what could you possibly do in that amount of time? Well, funny you should ask. The London Academy of Sex and Relationships multi-million dollar sexual theme park interactive exhibits. Well, now, wait a minute. Just how are you going to be interacting with them exhibits? I don't even want to think about this. There was a problem. Whitney wouldn't be able to sing because, oops, all her teeth had just fallen out. I don't know, but I'm guessing it really happened. Great story. Oh, come on, Kerry is over with. Why is he sticking his head out of that little whack-a-mole hole again? We're done with him. Cool websites, let's check them. You'll be happy to know that Chick Flick has been added to the dictionary. The initial reaction on the part of many to this is, Aw, that's so sweet. The other reaction is, that's a load of steaming malodorous horse poo-poo. From the handshake city of Utica, New York, that's Nancy Kenyon. What a voice, great enthusiasm, and she is Gorgeous, too. Okay, we pause. Let's analyze. I am a guy who would gladly shop with my lady. Smart, fun, compact. Make you think and make you smile. The Mr. Nice Guy Show at MrNiceGuy.org. MrNiceGuy.org. So that's uh, the Mr. Nice Guy Show, and uh, this is a good show. I like it a lot. Yep. Um... One thing in the news that I found that was posted from Arkintosh, it was uh, a patent application filed by Apple Computer describes a way in which to dual boot a Macintosh computer, Hmm. in which a second operating system, Windows or Linux, will will boot and be used as a secondary OS. Uh, There's also information on how Apple plans to lock the macOS to an Apple machine so that a person cannot install the macOS on, say, a Dell computer. We've talked about this in the past. Um, Mac users have had virtual PC for years. Mm-hmm. Um, in fact, I used to get a copy of it all the time for product review and stuff mm-hmm. like that. And uh, So it, running Windows computer software on your Macintosh isn't that big a deal. No. But up until this point in time, generally, when you, it, it was always an emulation. Mm-hmm. This isn't going to be an emulation. These are yeah. you know PCs. Intel machines and mm-hmm. and the processors are what that OS runs natively on. Yep. So uh, you know I I don't I, I'm not going to suggest I know what's going to happen, but 
Um, Apple's going to lock it out so you can't buy a Dell machine and run Mac OS X. Mm-hmm. But on an Apple machine, on a Macintosh, you will be able to run Windows. Install Windows, yeah. Yeah, and right alongside, and dual boot is the key. Mm-hmm. You'll be booted up in the Mac OS, click a button, and Windows will also launch. And I hope they make it seamless in, in the fact that everything will still be, you know how like you can do a fast user switch on, sure. on a Mac? Something similar to that, but even faster. Just mm-hmm. Then now your Windows desktop is up. Yeah. Or if you're in the Mac OS and you launch a Windows application, it just launches. Mm-hmm. You know, you don't even notice the difference. It's, it's on the Windows now. Yeah. I think that, you know, it, this whole story was uh, Apple gearing up to new OS wars. Mm-hmm. Apple's going to take on Microsoft. And I kind of agree. I think Apple is. I think, I think as much money as Apple is making on each iPod sale, mm-hmm. they make a lot more money on each Macintosh sale, mm-hmm. no question. And if they can increase the installed user base of Macintosh computers out there by say twenty percent, yeah, that would just be huge. I mean, it, it would it would it would be revolutionary as far as how popular the Mac would be. Mm-hmm. And so obviously the iPod Halo effect is real and it's true in fact chris siebold our own chris siebold over at apple matters mm-hmm. had an article whereas he had a graph showing the increase in mac sales in relation to increase in ipods how popular ipods are getting yeah. and, and you just can't ignore that it's it's real it's happening and uh i think once the 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 intel macs come out and you can do boot those machines mm-hmm. you're going to see a lot of pc users thinking well I can buy just a regular PC, or I can get the Macintosh. I can still run all my programs. Yep. I'm still on a Windows machine, technically, mm-hmm. but I've got the best of both worlds. Best of all worlds, because it can also install Linux on it. Mm-hmm. Now, I don't know if it's... I know it's a. this is for dual-boot technology, but I don't know if it's tri-boot. In other words, you can have Linux running, mm-hmm. the Mac OS running, and Windows running. Mm-hmm. Because these machines are going to get more and more pow- powerful... Bigger hard drives, more memory. I mean, uh, my machine at home, I've got four gigabytes of RAM. Just RAM. Right. Um, <laughs> the four gigabytes of RAM is more than enough to run Linux, Windows, and the Macintosh on the same operating system. No problem at mm-hmm. all. You add in more powerful uh, CPUs, maybe four or five CPUs in there, say six yeah. CPUs, and each OS would use two CPUs. Think how fast that would be. It, I think it would be mm-hmm. amazing. So, it would be a cool machine to see in operation. That's absolutely. Uh, one of our listeners sent us a link though, about Small Dog in the News after we had Don Mayer last week mm-hmm. on. Uh, and I do want to apologize for the the audio quality. Uh, I know a, a, a few people actually wrote in and said I couldn't hear him all that well. Uh, really, we we tried our best. Um, yeah. And and I take blame for that. It wasn't Don's fault. Um, I, 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 I should have made the sound a little bit better. We were kind of mm-hmm. pressed for time. So I do want to apologize for Don. Um, but everybody seemed to, all the comments that I got were, were all positive. Mm-hmm. And, uh, see, they were in the news about iPod sales. So mm-hmm. I thought that was pretty cool. Uh, our focus segment this week. Go ahead. Is on Mac Fun Facts. My Mac Fun Facts. My Mac Fun Facts. Yep. Yes. Um, any website owner knows that you get statistics that you can look at, and uh, 
we've got an ungodly amount of statistics at mymac.com that I can I can break things down from what operating system people are using, what web browser, when they're coming in, where they're coming from, what page they're looking at the most, what page they were on when they left the site, mm-hmm. uh, you know, just all kinds of stuff. Whether they, they, they followed a link to get to the site or it was already bookmarked, which, by the way, is about 50-50. Yeah. About half the people come to us through a link, and uh, the other half already have us bookmarked. Um, but it, it, for the past, oh, 18 months, we're getting significantly more people every month. Mm-hmm. So those new people that are coming in, probably about half of them are bookmarking the site and coming back that way. I have to take a drink here. That's fine. Um, hmm. So what kind of fun facts are we going to be discussing then? Well, we're going to look at two different facts. The first one is, um, and, and I often wonder where people are, are coming from outside of the United States, Canada, the UK, mm-hmm. and Australia. Um, and these are unique visitors, and I thought this was kind of funny. We had, and this was for the, uh, okay, the, this part is actually this month, September. And, okay. and as we record this, it's September 9th. So, oh, no, it's uh, uh, November 9th. Or November 9th, yes, I'm sorry. <laughs> We're on the month uh, of November. Yeah. So, November, yeah. <laughs> uh, so this would be for nine days only. Mm-hmm. Um, but the next set of, of stats uh, we're going to go over uh, is from October. Mm. But I, I pulled these from September. Uh, where are people are coming from? What countries? We had 24 people in Saudi Arabia. Wow. I, I'm thinking it's that guy who owns a whole bunch of Apple stock. Yeah. Yeah. Well, him and and 23 other people, because each one of these is unique. Mm -hmm. Uh, It's not the same person from that country coming. It's a unique person each time. We had nine from Trinidad and Tobago. Yeah, Trinidad. Nine people from Trinidad. Yeah. Malta, we had seven people from Malta come in. uh, Oh, you know what? I should back up. These are not just coming to MyMac.com. These are the people that actually downloaded the podcast. Oh. I should have said that. I forgot. Okay. Th- these are listeners to the podcast. Mm-hmm. These are the countries that people come from that downloaded the MP3, okay. which obviously is this podcast. Yeah. So, so far, 24 people listen to this podcast in Saudi Arabia, uh, seven in Malta. You said... Nine in Trinidad and Tobago. Yep. Yeah. We've got two in Morocco, two listeners in Morocco. Mm. One in Sri Lanka. And one in Kenya. I think that's amazing. People in Kenya are listening to this podcast. Yeah. Well, at least one person is. Mm-hmm. Hi, Kenya. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Sri Lanka, Morocco, Mal- and and there was a list of about forty different countries mm-hmm. besides the you know the main ones mm-hmm. um, that were listening to the podcast. And I thought that's I, I just thought it was a, a fascinating statistic, and I wanted to share that. Yep. Uh, the other one that we wanted to go into and. Uh, this is going to wrap up our show, by the way. Okay. Is uh, what some of the some of the search terms? Say, if you're in Google and you're looking for a certain thing, mm-hmm. so you type it into the search field, and you find us. If you clicked us because of what you were looking for, what you were looking for is what these are. So this mm-hmm. is the search strings people are using to find mymac.com. Obviously, the top one was like Mac, and then Apple, and Macintosh, right. and OS X, and. Uh, um, Chris Siebel, Nude, and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. that. Those are the common ones at the top. Mm-hmm. These are the ones that, as I was, and honestly, I think it was um, my web browser craps out if I try to look at all of these mm-hmm. because it's something like, uh, it, well, I get to about seventy-one thousand 
results before my web browser finally goes, you know what? That's enough. You're not looking at any more of these stats. So So, some of the uh, more obscure search terms that people use to find MyMac.com. And I haven't actually checked these myself. I haven't gone to search engine and typed this in and seen how far I had to go before I saw a link to us. because, And I'm kind of curious because I'd like to see what somebody wrote on our site where these are their search results. They found us because of this. First one, turkey sex. Yes, turkey (laughs) sex. I don't know if it's because it's getting close to Thanksgiving here in the United States or what, but Mm. who is looking up turkey sex? And what the hell on MyMac.com has anything to do with turkey sex? I don't know. Mm. But people are finding us that way. Go ahead, the next one. Phillips Ambulite. Um, I think that's probably from a John Nemirovsky uh, review of a lamp a while back. Yeah. I'm guessing on that, but mm-hmm. that's the only thing I remember. It, it could have been somewhere in a blog as well, but yeah. um, uh, <laughs> <laughs> the next one, I I laughed when I saw this. And yeah. This is actually pretty high on the list. Of all of these, mm-hmm. uh, well, it's not the... But out of most of these, this one was higher on the list than almost any of the other strange ones. And mm-hmm. and, and this is definitely concerning Guy Searle. Mm-hmm. Porn widgets. Oh, yeah. That's, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, speaking of widgets, before we continue, you had a good point mm-hmm. that I'd like you to share about the PSP. Well, just in thinking, um, for those of you who've upgraded or have a PSP and have upgraded the latest software, you know that there's a web browser that's involved so you can wirelessly browse the web. And when we looked at Donnie Yankelo's uh, widget that he'd done for the website, it got me thinking, man, it'd be so much more convenient if I could have widgets on my PSP to do to go to websites that I want to go to. Yeah. Or to get information that I want. Info. Right, yeah. yeah. If you're if you're sitting in your living room playing your PSP and you think mm-hmm. wonder what the temperature is outside, boom. A quick a quick couple button pushes on the PSP and there's that widget. Right yeah, there. instead of having to go through that arcane telephone yeah. keypad yes. type in weather.com. Yep. I think it's a great I think you have a, a fantastic idea. I think you ought to run out and patent it real quick. <laughs> and you know that could be your multi-million dollar idea right there, Chad. Mm. Uh, going back to our some of the search terms people are using to find us at mymac.com. Uh, the next one was bad logos. I'm really hoping that that was re- referring to some kind of content on our site, and not that our site has a bad logo. <laughs> I don't think so. I, I don't think, think we so have good either. Logos. I think Todd does a great job. Yeah. So. Well, Todd didn't actually create the the my the main mymac no. logo. Do you know who created? Well. Where it says my Mac and, and the yellow and the black, mm-hmm. I created that. But the little character, do you know who created that? Oh, yeah, I know who created yeah, that. Your brother. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> Bill Perry actually created yep. that for us. And uh, we're going to have an article posted up on Friday from Donnie Yankelo about how he created the my Mac widget. Yep. And he actually created a little logo for that article. Hmm. And I'm really going to have to hit Donnie up to to maybe make some new MyMac logos that we can use on the main site because he drew that character just perfectly, but it was in a totally different pose. And I haven't seen that character in different poses in a long, long time. time. Yeah. So, um, I, and I only say that here so I maybe Donnie will hear it and go, oh, yeah, I could do that. Because mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I'll forget. Uh, the next search term. Unerase OS X. <laughs> That's bad. Yeah. Unerase OS X. Um Honestly, if you throw something in the trash, 
If if you just hit Command Z or Undo really quickly, it'll jump out of the trash. But if you have already emptied your trash, time to buy a third party uh, utility. Yep. Uh, the next one was USB NES controller, and some people are like, "What the? What's all that mean?" Obviously, USB is the connection. Yeah. NES is the Nintendo Entertainment System from mm-hmm. back in the day. Yep. Um, I reviewed a USB NES controller that worked perfectly on a Mac oh, a couple of years ago now. Mm-hmm. Um, if I remember, I'll post a uh, link to it. But yeah. yeah, that's people are looking for NES controller for their Macintosh that plugs mm-hmm. into the USB. Or actually, it didn't even say Mac. It just said USB NES controller, so that would work for a PC mm-hmm. as well. Go ahead. Uh, next one, watch TV on my Mac. But we've discussed that several yep. times. And that so. was actually pretty high on the list. A lot of people are looking mm-hmm. to watch TV on their Macintosh, and we've gone over that. I had a uh, review not too long ago. and uh, mm-hmm. So it's definitely possible and uh, pretty easy, actually, no matter which Mac you have. This next one's for you. Yeah. <laughs> actually, it was for Chris Siebold, but... <laughs> yeah. Yep. Uh, HD TV sucks. <laughs> <laughs> I know that that was linked to Chris's blog. I know it. I know it. Yeah. Uh, the next one was Podhead. Podhead. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty self-explanatory. Yep. Yeah. Uh, the next one I thought I have no idea where this one came. Uh, yeah. BB Gun Wars. Three words. BB Gun Wars. I have no idea. The only thing I could think of is when I wrote that story about s- shooting the squirrel with a BB gun. Mm. But I didn't put war in there or anything that I know no. of. No. I don't know. People found us with... Probably on type, a gun. Yeah, probably. Uh, the next one I thought was just kind of funny because that's kind of what we're talking about right now. Obscure statistic. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> People are, you type in obscure statistic and they're finding us. The next one I thought was like, well, duh. People are looking mm. for Mac Mod. Mm-hmm. Hmm. I think they're definitely going to find us that way. virtual viagra (laughs) virtual viagra let's go along with the porn widget somehow (laughs) i guess you got me uh those two kind of things i just i don't know yeah how would that even work a virtual viagra Mm. is that like you you fantasize that you took this pill i don't know (laughs) it's kind of strange uh macintosh performa 636 cd won't start it's a pretty long search string, but yeah. they found us because of that. And uh, if your Macintosh Performa 636 CD won't start, mm. just buy a new Macintosh. <laughs> <laughs> it's old. It's time to upgrade. It's time it really to upgrade. Is, yeah. yeah, it's yeah. Um, the next one was an article that I wrote called uh, "Keys Out of Order Mac OS X." And I, if I do, and I know I'm not going to remember this when I get mm-hmm. home, but I wrote an article that that was a problem that I had that was catastrophic. Mm-hmm. Uh, I fixed it, but in the most obscure way humanly possible. And mm-hmm. uh, if it, it involved using uh, G4 with Mac OS 9 on it, of mm-hmm. all things. And I got it working, but it was something that I didn't find any information that was helpful online when this problem happened to me on my G5. And I came up with the solution myself, so I wrote this article. And I actually get quite a bit of email um, month after month on people sending me an email going, wow, I had this problem, and uh, I did a search online, and I found your article, and it was absolutely right. It, that saved mm-hmm. me. And so that's yeah, always that's cool, cool to hear. Yeah. Go ahead. Uh, craving pages. <laughs> I imagine that that's someone craving the new Apple application pages. Mm. Uh, or some very strange eating disorder, because <laughs> I don't... Yeah, that's... Uh, the next one, the G5 iMac fan noise. 
We were talking about that earlier. Yeah. So a lot of people are having that. That was actually the number one on our list of these weird things that people mm-hmm. are looking for that found us. That was the number one. Yeah. And all of these, by the way, are from uh, October of 2005. Okay. All these. So <laughs> go ahead, the next one. Do men like full-figured women? <laughs> <laughs> That's got to be something linked from a Beth Locke blog from a while back. Yeah. 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 <laughs> that, I, I read that, and I went, oh, that's definitely linking to something Beth wrote. Mm. It's definitely. And the last one is definitely because of Chris Siebold. Hitting penguins. <laughs> yes, hitting penguins. <laughs> only, only something Chris wrote on our site would definitely link to hitting penguins. It's got to. Yeah. It's, there's just no question in my mind. Of course, did you know the uh, website that Chris ran before he came to MyMac.com? No. It was called SealClubbing.com. <laughs> <God>. <laughs> it was meant as a joke, but, uh, you know, he told me a lot of people send him just, oh, just the... Flaming oh, emails. Oh, boy. Yeah. Yeah, I tell you. And uh, I can understand that. <laughs> mm. I, I can sympathize. Uh, by the same token, it's, it's kind of funny. Uh, let me see. Um, you know, we had one weird email. Did I forward that to you? Mm. I don't know if I forwarded you that. No, email. yeah, I got, I got it. Yeah, is, I got it, it in there. You're going to have to scroll down. And when did I forward it to you? It was a couple of days Tim ago. Tim Robertson. Boy, I know my name. Yeah. This one right here is... No, that's not it. Oh, boy. Where is it? I know it. Keep going. I know it's, it's in there. It's not that far, is it? Yes, there it is. Uh, yeah, there it is. Um, this is kind of weird. Um, go ahead and read it. It's Go for it. All right. <clears throat> Tim and Chad, look, I know that you both think that because you do your own pod, iPod webcast that you are all that, with or without a bag of chips, but even web geeks need to know that they cannot keep turning their backs on their own audience. I mean, come on, who do you think you are? Don Imus, Rush Limbaugh. You need to get over yourselves before something untoward happens. Well, that's... Well, okay. Yeah. I have written now several times, and I really think I should be on an upcoming webcast. As I have written you prior, the whole discussion needs to be around my theory that the equation is true. Uh You've been getting some sort of equation from him? Yeah, I, I don't know. Okay, I know you know it. I don't know it. I don't want you to take credit for my idea... Emails leave trails, you know. I even lost my last job as a result, and I know that you both think that you know that there all that there is to know about computers, but I know a few things myself. I can backtrack and trace all of my notes that I have sent to you. You need me. I will come on to the webcast and begin the discussion with the equation. Yeah. Okay. Pi minus 3 equals the perfect signal to no- noise ratio. And once the listeners hear it, and my brilliant conclusions i'm sure that the well will never be the same from do you want to give a name or not i don't care go ahead daryl our marriage okay (laughs) sj um yeah i I gotta say that's probably the weirdest email that i've gotten in years and years and years Hmm. someone is just freaking psycho (laughs) i have no idea what this person's talking about this one of the people that we've you had to put the block on the site. No, I don't think so. No, really. no. Um, I, I don't know. I, it's well, he, he addressed it to you and I because it starts at Tim and Chad, so yeah. it's obviously about our podcast. Yeah. It's somebody that's listened to our podcast. 
dude, you need to take a Valium or something or, mm-hmm. or seek professional help because we don't know what the hell you're talking about. And you need to listen to more podcasts because we really don't know all that much. <laughs> <laughs> we'll be the first to admit that we don't know all that. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I don't think we're alone in not knowing all that. Mm-hmm. And it, it sounds like a, a somebody that used to write for my Mac, but uh, that person wouldn't be scared to use his name. So right. I, and what's that whole I'm going to come to on the podcast thing? And no, you're not. Yeah. We're not going to Skype you or anything. We're not going to call you up and go, "Hey, let's have you on the podcast, psycho." Yes. Um, <laughs> yeah, okay. Yeah. So uh, that's all I got. For well, this week. the other thing that kind of disturbed me as an employer is where he said, "You know, lost my last job because of emails and emails leaving trails." I'm like, "Well, what did you put in an email that would have <laughs> caused that cause you to lose your yeah, email, response?" Yeah. That a lot of people don't realize that. Um, when they're at work, their email is their company's it's the company property. property. Yeah, it's not your prop. You can't go to your boss and say you're spying on my email. Yep. Well, guess what, Skippy? It's not your That's email. Right. You are using email on the company computer over the company network using company programs. Mm-hmm. You're not supposed to be getting private email at work. Most companies don't mind if you're That's getting right. some, but if you're spending a lot of your time reading forwarded joke emails all day. There's a problem. Or you're conducting all your personal business over email at work. That that is an issue. That is, and it's the same thing with browsing the internet. Mm-hmm. You know, you can be fired for browsing, you know, porn websites if you're at work. Well, you can get fired if you're getting love letters at work via email as well. It's their mm-hmm. email program. Or if you're sending yourself Hallmark e cards all day. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's kind of a problem. <laughs> but yeah, it's you know you got to be careful when you're at work. Remember yep. that you are at work to work. And that your email is not private. And guess what? The courts agree. It's already come down in rulings. Mm-hmm. You have no privacy at work when it comes to your computer. Yeah. They can they can watch what websites you browse. They can watch what emails you're receiving. And you don't have any kind of privacy uh, right to any of that. So yeah. keep that in mind. And, and especially to, you know, this guy we just read that weird email from. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know. It's, have a nice day. Yeah. <laughs> Smile. And that's number 52. That's podcast number 52. We'll see you guys in one week. I don't know if Chad will be with us. Maybe the medication will help and <laughs> I'll be here. they'll start drilling. <laughs> we could do a sightseeing tour of the dentist's office. Come uh, in. Oh, no. No, that'd probably make every one of our listeners go, ooh. Yeah, just the sound alone will t- maybe we'll stop. <laughs> yep. Thanks for listening, everybody. Thanks. The next generation of radio. It's the MyMac.com podcast. Podcasting from the MyMac.com studios, it's your hosts, Tim Robertson and Chad Perry. And if you're wondering what the heck that was, that was our old intro music. I thought I'd throw it there in the end, and it's uh, completely illegal for us to use that. So you'll never hear that again because it's RIAA protected music. <gasps> We're so bad! We're busted, dude!